Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to stage and screen actor Richard Gow. Richard has been in numerous stage productions, namely Singing in the Rain, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Evita, to name just a few. On television, he has been on the show's legacy in the movies Do Your Worst. And for this specific episode of Celeb Savant, we'll be speaking to Richard about his role as Brit in the stage production of We Will Rock You. So up next on Celeb Savant, we've got Richard Gow. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life and how are you doing? Uh, well, first of all, I'm doing pretty great. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, currently, I'm in Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, we've recently come back from an international musical tour, and we're about to start the South African leg of that tour. Yeah, I'm just really excited to, to be here and to be able to share that with our people at home. So now let's take it all the way back to the very beginning of Richard's journey in the ent entertainment industry. When did that entertainment bug bite, and when did you realize, okay, this is what I want to do with my life? Oh, fantastic. Um, my obsession with the art started at a really young age. Um, unfortunately, I, I went to a high school that did not have drama as a subject, um, which I think was it added to that obsession because I just I wanted to be submerged in it. So they had it as a as an extra mural. And I got involved in the arts there. We had uh, an annual musical that went on every single year. I was so lucky. The high school that I was a part of has produced some wildly talented humans. And I was really grateful to be a part of of you know that legacy that came from my high school so it started my journey in high school uh, i was a part of the house plays and we took a uh, play to the raps festival that was happening at Witz because i'm a joburg based and we won that year which was incredible um i was nominated for best actor which is stunning and then from there the bug really hit i took a gap year from high school and i worked as a waiter trying to get acting gigs i booked my first tv series during that time it was 2008. Now, remember, this was before cell phones as we know it. Um, we created a TV show that was directed towards cell phones only. It was the first in the world, and I was I was part of that, which was really cool. From then, I decided that I needed a little bit more formal education. I went off to TUT in Pretoria to study musical theater. I understood that from my, my year off that... As an actor in South Africa, you have to diversify. So I went and I chose a course that allowed me to do, uh, well, to be a multiple disciplinarian. Yeah. Um, so I spent three years at TUT and then started my career, uh, worked for about 10 years in musical theater, which is really lovely. Um, I got to do some really amazing shows. I've done five international musicals. I've done two local musicals as well as two local plays, and which has led us up till today. And when the pandemic hit, uh, my career took quite a left turn, but I went into camera operating and film acting, which was, was really cool because I've always had this obsession with film and camera. So I've been working as a camera operator for the last four years now. And during lockdown, I made my South African television debut on two television shows. One was on SABC One and one was on Mnet, which was Legacy. And from then, I have done... Oh my gosh, I've done eight feature films as well as those two um, TV series. When you say you've done 
uh, feature films and yes. those shows. Was it as a camera operator and actor or just a camera operator? Specifically for those feature films, I was on camera. So okay. I was in front of the camera. I was okay, acting understood. in it. Yeah. So I've got, I've got two films that are currently out, one on Showmax and one on Amazon Prime. And then I've got two Netflix films coming out this year. Wow. Let's unpack a little bit. Tell us a little sure. bit more about the international musical tours that you, uh, you participated in or were in. What shows were those and which characters did you play? Copy that. Um, my first international show was Dirty Dancing. I played Robbie Gould and Johnny Castle. I was very lucky to be able to play both of them. Um, that was, my goodness, uh, 2014, so 10 years ago now, almost 10 years. Then I moved on to Singing in the Rain. I mm-hmm. played Don Lockwood and Cosmo Brown. I was both alternate for both of those characters. After that, it was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I was alternate Joseph as well, which was really, it was a fabulous show. After Joseph, we did Evita, Evita the musical. I was alternate Magaldi. And now currently, I am playing the character of Brit in the international tour of We Will Rock You. The difference between being in front of the camera for television yes, and sir. movie Tell us a little bit more about that. And by the way, I love Legacy. <laughs> when I saw first, I was like, yeah, I played the character Jono. Yeah, I would, when I saw this, I was like, I know your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was yeah. a wild ride. It, was, it came at a really difficult time for the arts. Um, so I was really lucky to be a part of the show. One, yeah. it was a great show. Two, I got to play a really lovely character. And three, I lived out one of my dreams. I wrote a, an original song for the show and I got to play it on the show. Yes, I remember that. Shout out to Legacy and the team for the overseas listeners. Oh, shout out to Chesa. Yeah, shout out to all of the yeah. guys. So for the overseas listeners, Legacy was a um sort of a nighttime soap opera soap or drama that used to play out every night. So it was a brilliant show. I loved it. Okay, let's dive into the in, in front of the camera work. Difference between doing a show like that compared to doing a movie. I think it's always it's always such an interesting debate to to discuss the different mediums. Um, television. Vision is very different to, to film work, especially working on a telenovela. Um, you, you're not really following a story to completion, right? You're following the journey of the characters, yep. where specifically in a film, you follow a story to completion. Well, that little moment of the character's journey. Also, working in television, it's, it's such a well-oiled machine. They, on Legacy, we were shooting about 28 pages a day, which is, which is a lot, yes. right? I think, each episode was about 30 minutes long. So 28 pages would be about an episode a day. And they were shooting two units doing 28 pages a day. Where on films, um, South African films work slightly different to American films, um, really just largely based on the budget. When you have more money, you afford yourself more time. So the South African films, I've done a film that we shot out in a full feature that we shot out in three days. And the most recent feature I shot out was 13 days obviously based on the budget and affording us the time it will really depend on how quick the project is the difference between doing theater yes and television and movie obviously you love them all three or love all three so i'm not going to put you on the spot and say okay which one do you prefer (laughs) because they're all very different as we know but tell us the difference for you between being in front of the camera and on stage uh, well, my my love for the arts really started on stage. One, I was a fan of being an audience member because I just thought the theater was absolutely magical. And it was my dream to 
just be a participant and to be able to tell a story like that and affect someone else the way that I was affected by watching shows like that. But the the real the technical differences between stage and theater is really the best way that I can explain it is the proscenium arch on stage. Really, that's that's your canvas that you're working on. When you're on stage, your goal as an actor is to fill that proscenium arch. If you're on stage alone, you need to fill that with your, all your energy. Mm-hmm. Now, when you move, when you transfer that onto film and television, that proscenium arch is where the camera angle is. And the smaller the camera angle becomes, the less energy you have to put into filling up the entire frame. So film and television is a lot more introspective. It's a lot more about the character's internal journey rather than the external journey that you would need to utilize when being on a stage. Okay, so now as the viewer or as a person that goes to theater, a lot of people don't know this. Well, maybe they do or don't, but you guys work damn hard. (laughs) So (laughs) we go to one show and we're like, wow, crap, 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 brilliant. But it's often seven, eight shows a week for a period of a certain time, um, nine weeks, however long the, the rotation or the tour is. How do you maintain your energy day in and day out to fill that stage, as you mentioned, and create that energy? Well, part of the technique of being able to do eight shows a week is the rehearsal process. So specifically for We Will Rock You, if we're talking about the current show, we had a five-week rehearsal process and then a two-week technical rehearsal process on stage. So during that time, you really get to work the muscles and you get to become show fit. Now, show fitness is very important. Um, obviously, each show is very, very different when it comes to the physical and the vocal um, requirements that you that you need to deliver the performance. Mm-hmm. But I think to answer your question, to keep it at that international level, it takes a large amount of focus. It also takes a large amount of self-compassion and kindness. Uh, if you need a rest, you need a rest because at the end of the day, the audience that's sitting in front of you, that could be the first time they're seeing the show. And all of us want to give the best performance that we possibly can because it's about the experience. Our job really becomes about the show once we're in the show. It's not necessarily about us as human beings. It's about delivering the truth of that story that we're fortunate enough to tell. So to keep up the energy um, in your personal time, rest and recuperation eating good food, and then just having having fun on stage because fun ignites passion. And that passion really drives that energy forward in order for us to tell the story. Let's unpack a couple of the terms that you used a moment ago. So what's yes. the difference between rehearsing and technical yes. rehearsing, I think you meant, mentioned? What's the yes, a technical rehearsal. Yes, what's the so difference? rehearsal will just be in a rehearsal space, um, okay. so generally in the studio. Um, specifically for We Will Rock You, that's the time that we use to recreate this version that we are now touring with. This is a completely new version of the show, new costumes, new set. Um, there's been amendments to the script. There's new choreography. Um, so it's really just breathing new life into this, into this production. So in the rehearsal process, we use that time to put it onto the floor, right? To put it into our bodies to get the entire team together to rehearse cohesively before we introduce the technical elements, which is the stage, the sound, the lighting, and the costumes, and all any other technical cues that need to be added to create the whole picture of the show. So the technical rehearsal will then be on stage, in costume, in makeup, 
with full lights, with full sound, with microphones, and all of the above. So that's the difference between a technical rehearsal and just a normal uh, placement rehearsal. And show fit obviously means show fit in order to uh, be able to perform eight shows a week, correct? Correct. And for each yes. show that's out there, for every single show that's on uh, stage at the moment, wherever they are, it'll be a different show fit. So out of all the shows that you've done thus far, which was the most inverted commas show for chat to be and which was the least? In order to do the different shows, it's not necessarily, I mean, it's just, it's different. It's not good nor bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just obviously different shows require different, different elements from you. Exactly. Um, so physically, my physical show fitness, I think one of the most challenging shows that I did was uh, singing in the rain. Yeah. One, because I was alternating both of the leading boys, which was, you know, a challenge in itself. You have to learn completely two different tracks. And a lot of the time they danced with each other, mirroring each other. So that was also a mental fitness that you had to get into in order to jump in at a moment's notice. Um, but also there was technical elements about that show, the actual rain that happened on stage, dancing in wet clothes, singing with rain above your head. That was, you know, challenging. Um, I think the least amount of show fitness I had to have. Um, oh, I, I did this beautiful play that was nominated for a Tony Award in America and we brought it to South Africa. It was called The Vertical Hour. It was a beautiful intellectual piece. It was a political piece. And as far as actual physical fitness was concerned, it was really, we were just telling a story. There was no choreography. There was no real physical elements about it. It was really just connecting with the work and sharing it with the audience. For those people who do not know, what is the We Will Rock You show about? So We Will Rock You is, it's an imagined world where rock and roll doesn't exist. Now, can you imagine that? That would be awful, <laughs> yeah. right? So in this this post-apocalyptic world, rock and roll doesn't exist. Um, the leader of this world, Killer Queen, does not want rock and roll because it incites rebellion. Now, we follow the story of the bohemians who are trying to revive rock and roll. And the only way that they know how to do that is, as it's been prophesized, is to find the dreamer who hears these ancient texts and lyrics in his head, and he is the one to be prophesized to find the ancient acts that will bring back rock and roll and bring order to this crazy utopian world that is controlled by an android who hates rock and roll. Okay, it sounds very much like what the world's going through now in a different scenario, but <laughs> right, which is kind of crazy because the similarities for what the what for what the world is going through is uh, a lot of the world is spent online, a lot of the world is spent looking at a device, and those are a lot of similarities that we have in the show, and also it's it's plays into the dangers of what a world without communication looks like, without a world of freedom of expression, and the Killer Queen prefers it that way because everyone's in order yeah. and everything is going the way that she plans. But the Bohemians want freedom of speech. They want to be able to express themselves. And the way that they do it is by singing 24 of Queen's greatest hits in We Will Rock You. And they end up discovering that there is a world outside of this technological world. And who do you play in the show? I play the character of Brit. Yeah. Um, in the previous versions, he... <laughs> He adopts the name of Britney Spears, where okay. it comes from. 
Um, the Bohemians don't have much information of the world that existed before the world that they understand now. So they find little pieces, little fragments of information, and they adopt that to try and keep it going in their memory and in their lives. So my character found a piece of information about this wild pop star that was amazing, and he adopted the name of Brit. Okay. So he is one of the the Bohemians who is charged to find the the dreamer. Of all the shows, you've been on stage a number of times in different iterations and different shows. Has anything ever gone wrong in the sense you forgot lines or there was a mistake or dance move? And did you make it apparent to the audience or did you just keep going? Because I've always watched that as a theater audience member being like, you know, sometimes something needs to be forgotten. And what happens, has that case happened to you and how did you bounce back? Unfortunately, yes, it has. <laughs> um, I think even more unfortunately, it's happened in oh, on multiple occasions. Um, but I think unlike this, the robotic queen, the killer queen that we have in our show, we're all humans. Yeah. We're all humans wanting to share this beautiful art form with everyone. And sometimes things goes awry. Yeah. Um, I remember... Oh my gosh. One of uh, the, one of the worst moments that I ever had. Um, I was doing Joseph and I was playing Joseph and Joseph only has two, two dreams that he shares with his brothers. So I'm on stage and everything's going really well. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden something catches my eye and I completely blank. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have no idea what's happening and I forget the entire dream. Now, the entire company's on stage. All the brothers, all the actors playing the brothers are on stage. Yeah. And they can't help me because it's the first time that they, as the characters are hearing this information. And I am just walking around the stage, just, just whipping my coat and <laughs> trying my best to figure out what is happening. Um, I look at the musical director and he's, he's trying to mouth the words to me. I can't see that far because I usually wear glasses in my day to day life. And absolutely nothing comes to mind. Thank goodness that section ends. And somehow I was, oh, okay, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. And we carry on. Later in the show, the two dreams get repeated. And thankfully, I remembered then <laughs> I went and sat with my scripts that I keep with me at every single show. And that was fine. I'm not proud to admit this. And this is awful. Um, and thankfully, uh, because we know the show so well, um, and audience members that are coming to experience the show for the first time, because it's a generally a new offering, they don't have a an idea of what the show is. So if yeah. a little accident like that happens, by the grace, um, we are we somehow get away with it because yeah. um, we keep the story going. There was this one incident in um, in Ibiza. We were overseas in China, and I went on for Magaldi, and everything was going well. And also something just caught my eye. I looked up and there were 2,000 people in front of me and I forgot where I was in the world. And I was supposed to be having this conversation with the lead actress and nothing, nothing came to mind. So it unfortunately does happen, um, <laughs> you know, as hard as we work and as much as we rehearse, sometimes our human brains just say, no, yeah. not today. You don't beat yourself up after that, do you? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, we do. Because we're <laughs> supposed to get it right. And the audience deserves better. Yeah. So yes, all of us beat ourselves up. Um, whether it's a, a dance that goes awry or someone slips or a line gets dropped or, you know, whatever it is, we all beat ourselves up because yeah. one, we hold ourselves to a very high standard. 
and two, the audience deserves the best that we possibly can give. And so, yeah, unfortunately, it's not a, it's not the best trait, but we do beat ourselves up for it. Yeah, I, I beat myself in my own space, so I like I recognize, <laughs> you know, in my own world, yeah. the things that I do, so I can recognize. I'm going to put you on the spot, and I love yes, playing sir. this game. So I'm mm-hmm. going to play two games with you. The first game is. Your top three theater shows that you've yet to perform in that you'd like to perform in. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Do you want them in order? Three, two, one, or just no, no, just I think randomly. No, because I, um, I, I know if I had to answer you the, ask you this question, they would somehow be different each time I ask you this question. So each time sure. we play this game, we sure. do somehow different. So the first three that came to mind. I would love to play Fiero and Wicked. Um, I saw Wicked in the West End, and it's an incredible show. My my favorite musical is Company. I'd love to play Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I, rec- I identify with his story, and it's beautiful. Um, and then the third one would be The Book of Mormon. I'd love to play Elder Price. Now, the next three is which yes. local or international actors, which three actors that you have yet to play across in front of the camera, television, movie, oh. Would you like to play against on your bucket list that will happen because we're putting it out there? Oh my gosh, I would love that. I'd love to work with Charlize just okay. because she's local and she's incredible. Yeah. Um, Shelton Coopley, um, yep. Mr. District Nine himself. And then my uh, ultimate acting idol is Tom Hardy. I'd love to work alongside him. He's a guy from Venom, hey? So he, uh, Venom wasn't his best work, but no. yes, he was Venom. He was, he was, he was Bane in, um, Batman. Yeah. I'm not because, uh, listen, Venom, I, it's not because of his skill or his yeah. technique. He's incredible. Um, oof, I, just, I don't know. I just don't know about those movies. They weren't my favorite. Okay. Okay. But him and Peaky Blinders was incredible. Him and Warrior was astounding. He's just incredible and so diverse and so talented. For the audience that are coming to see We Will Rock You, what can they expect? They can expect a flat-out rock concert of one of the best bands in the entire world alongside an incredibly charismatic story, and it's literally fun and excitement from start to finish. Our company is of international quality. They have worked their butts off for their entire lives to bring this incredible show onto stage. It's it's brand new choreography from our director and choreographer, Nick Winston, who hails from the UK. He is an absolute genius. His choreography is beautiful. And our entire company, they are honestly one of the best companies that I've ever had the privilege to work with. And if I ever got the opportunity to see the show, oh man, I'd leave there with a smile on my face and I'd wear it for at least a week. As a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? I would like to say, please, audience members, <laughs> put on your rocking shoes, come out and watch an incredible show. You will not leave there disheartened. You will leave there elated. And We Will Rock You is honestly the show of this decade. Please come come out and support us. Brilliant. So whether you watch it in South Africa wherever else it's playing in the world where you might be listening. Go enjoy We Will Rock You. Richard, it's been an honor. Thank you for your time. Signing out with Celebs Vant.